0: I've heard stories about how Russian women can be good, uh, good users. Not, not really be fully trusted. Not that all of them. There are a lot that can't be trusted.
1: And I think 15 is a little too old to be fucking your uncle. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In violent Brooklyn, man was decapitated by the subway in a gruesome suicide around about 20 to 3 a.m. this morning. Ruben Antonio Rodriguez. Uh, he typed a note on his phone, which he left on the platform. Jumped down, put his head on the track. When the train arrived, he cut his head off. The cop arrived to find his headless body. He was 20 years old. I know what you're wondering. And the answer is on the F and G lines, on an elevated platform on Carroll Gardens, uh, Smith and 9th Street, that station there. And the train operator told Cops he tried to stop when he spotted the man's head lying in his path. But it was too late. Joining me now, it's Bobo. Hey Bobo.
0: No wonder somebody must. I'd be complaining about why the heck am I I late. I'm freaking late because this guy was was too stupid not not to make it less more convenient for everybody else. Just you sleeping. Overdose on pills. Yeah. Don't inconvenience uh, commuters.
1: Don't make it such a spectacle. Don't well, it. you know, I mean, uh, in fairness, it was, you know, quarter to three or t- twenty to three in the morning on the F and G lines out in Carroll Gardens. So,
0: But there are people who work uh, weird hours. That's true. When, when I work, I work part time at UPS. I, well, it, I don't have to worry about the trains because it's a short walk for me. Sure, but you I, could. But let's say you work someplace you had. Let's say the job I worked at and where I work, it's like at four in the morning. I work till about like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. You got to go someplace really at a weird hour to get to your job. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be inconvenienced because some guy chose to kill himself by the train. No. I'm late. to. I don't think my boss is going to say like, why are you late to work? (laughs) I was late to work because some guy chose to kill himself on the subway.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it just, all you do is just bring more misery into the world that right? way. Why why drag everybody else down? Let me ask you this. If you were going to kill yourself, God forbid, and I know you never would, how would you do it?
0: Overdose some pills.
1: Pills. And what sort of pills?
0: I guess uh, opiates.
1: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Opiates.
0: Or uh, overdose on uh, maybe Benadryl. Benadryl. Painkillers.
1: You need booze to go along with the pills. Did you know that? It's it's hard to eat enough pills to die. You really need booze.
0: And I guess uh hard liquor, uh, mm. J- Jack Daniel's.
1: Jack Daniel's and opiates. Sounds like a plan. If I was going to kill myself, I wouldn't do it with opiates and Jack Daniel's. I would do it I would I would I know what I would do. I would blow my brains out in a conga line at a wedding reception. I just think that would be an easy way to go, painless way to go, and uh, and 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 you know you're going to be in the mood to kill yourself by the time you go a couple of rounds of that uh, conga line. This guy left a note on his phone, tapped it out and left it on uh, the platform there. That's that's kind of newfangled and modern, ain't it?
0: Oh, sheesh. just wait. How how convenient. You know exactly why the train's late. Just pick up the phone. Pick up some phone. Some guy left his phone. Hey sir, you left your phone, but then you can't find a person. You look at the phone, and you see the message. Yeah. Oh no wonder I'm late. This guy chose to kill himself. I found out <laughs> on his phone.
1: Yeah, I got the message right here. You know, and and uh, I I hope this autocorrect was working because you wouldn't want any silly mistakes.
0: Uh, I would love to see a p uh, the PA announcer on a subway train read that exact message why the train is late.
1: <laughs> uh, what I see, I'm trying to figure out. What could it be that makes a twenty-year-old guy want to kill himself? It's got to be drug of drug uh, drug use or something. I think you know something to make him miserable. Maybe he had uh, a woman broke his... It had to be a woman. He did it on International Women's Day. That has to be. You know what? That's a clue. It's something to do with the ladies. He
0: did. He didn't want his girlfriend to strike.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and she's she insisting did, and, on doing it. Yep.
0: And he was that upset about it.
1: Well, lead organizers of that women's march in Washington, including activist Linda Sarsour, Tamika Mallory, Carmen Perez. They were among a small group of protesters arrested in Columbus Circle during a day without a woman action. <laughs> a day without a woman action. That's what, that's what was going on, according to photos taken at the scene. Now they have uh, photos of them in the paddy wagon, which is entertaining, uh, you know, because they, there they are sitting there like uh, – you know, having having a regular day of it, you know, what I mean, it's like a like a picnic lunch or something. Like, like, like they're having a they're having a big day out. Let's see if I can see these photos here uh, from the actual paddy wagon itself. Yeah, here we are. You can see it. See what I mean? Look at them sitting there, proud as can be. I have no empathy for them, and not that they need need or want my empathy. I wonder what they went to jail for uh but you know what i bet you the cops told them go away go you can't stand here go stand over there and they were like no we're in, you know we're going to stand where we want uh, it took place around 1:30 p.m. today around 400 people gathered in Columbus Circle 400 behind uh, NYPD barricades in uh, Central Park West so like i said uh, they couldn't immediately confirm how many people were arrested or their charges uh, multi-generational crowd roughly 75% women by uh, a reporter, Scott Hines. Update: Most uh, protesters dressed in red for solidarity. I did notice a lot of women in red. Did you did you notice a lot of women in red walking around today? I
0: didn't. I didn't see it walking around, but I saw pictures online. There was women in red. I saw the pictures.
1: It's supposed to be uh, solidarity, I guess.
0: I thought it was red because they were trying to remind them all oh, they're on their period. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look at that. You're on your periods, aren't you? That would, be, uh, that would be a good conclusion to come to because then you could throw that on them and be like, look at you. You're all on the rag. I think that they have that. They definitely have an attitude. Now, I'm telling you, there's nothing that you can do to make them stop. I used to think that they were sincere. I used to think that they were like, we want things to be equal. They know it's equal. And they're just going to keep going. We're never going to hear the end of it, no matter what we do. So that's I say we don't do anything anymore. I say we don't address any of their concerns. We just stop. Stop treating them like a minority because they're not. Think about it. They get treated better than anybody. Look at like, uh, you know how stop and frisk, you know, it was all a big thing about whether or not it was constitutional because of, uh, you know, are they doing it to enough white people? You know, or are they doing it to too many black people? But you know who they weren't doing it? And, and, and so their premise was the percentage of the population, not the percentage of who did the crime. So they went by the percentage of the population. So they go, if white people make up 50 percent of the population and blacks make up, you know, 15 percent of the population, you shouldn't. That would, that, that would mean you, you need to stop and frisk, you know, several whites for every for every black. You see what I mean? Yep. But what about the women? No women get stop and frisked. They're half the fucking population. See? It doesn't make sense. Nobody ever... Have you ever seen a woman getting stopped and frisked? Have you ever heard of it?
0: No, never heard of it.
1: They don't they do They should it.
0: be, because that, that's easily uh, letting uh, someone get away with... Getting away with terrorism. Yeah. They could be a terrorist for all you know.
1: Hey, Linda Sarsour basically is an out and, and proud terrorist almost. Uh, you know, the, the, that last ladies' march, even, they had was, was very angry. And uh, maybe, if, maybe if they had to submit to some of this stop and frisk, uh, some of this shit would be just a little bit different. Now, an 18-year-old was arrested. An 18-year-old college student, she told police she was raped by two football players. New story, by the way. Sometimes people don't know you started a new story if you don't tell them. New story. And the story is called Teen Arrested for False Report. This is unusual. 18-year-old college student told police she was raped by two football players. Long Island girl. And when pressed about inconsistencies in her original statement, uh, this woman, her name is Yovino, it's her last name, uh, admitted that she made up the rape allegations. Made them up against the two football players in hopes of gaining sympathy from another man. A prospective boyfriend. That's why she did it. Uh now I can't think of a good reason to false report. But this seems like it would have to be one of the worst.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. They're, all of a sudden now I can't believe if anybody any uh, allegations that the rape you all of a sudden gotta wait a bit to find out if they're uh making this shit up. Yeah,
1: yes. It used to be if someone said they got raped, you'd believe it automatically. You'd say, you know what? That's terrible. Is there anything I can do now? You know, these false reporters, they they make it so you can't be empathetic to the real deal. Well, they always say it's very difficult when you talk to the police, too. That's why a lot of ladies don't report, they say, because. You know, they the cops just don't auto-believe them the way they think they should. It's not a cop's job to automatically believe you. It's a cop's job to investigate. Investigation involves asking questions. This is this is just reality. It's not meant to be cold or unsympathetic. Um but there's not a lot of sympathy involved when you're or empathy when you're accusing people falsely as well, especially football players. It's so easy to believe football players rape somebody. You know what I mean? It's just the easiest thing. It's so cliche. And she wanted to gain empathy, uh, sympathy from another man. If, if you're that other guy, she's like, hey, I got raped by these two football players. Do you want to date that girl?
0: No, not, n- No, I would not want to date someone who lies about people getting raped. Well, is about getting raped.
1: Well, what about just some lady who got raped? Wouldn't you be kind of like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't
0: think I'd want to do go that route.
1: Yeah, with the, with the two football players. You don't know what they... They wore it out. You say, you yeah, know, hold on. You're damaged goods now. Well, nope. the point is, she's not actually raped. Otherwise, you know, we could never speak this way. But the... Uh, this prospective uh, boyfriend, he must be super excited to get this new relationship started with this liar. I bet you didn't. I guess he didn't know at first that she was lying. I, I wonder if it started to work on someone like raped. What? I don't know if that makes her more or less attractive. Uh, want, what? What's less attractive? False allegations of rape? I wonder what's less attractive. Or that she actually got raped. Uh,
0: could, Could be... Could be the the false allegations. That is
1: the right answer. I agree.
0: Because who who's who's not saying who's saying that she might not try to accuse you of stuff you didn't even commit.
1: It seems inevitable that she would. She's already set up a pattern. There's going to be a new guy that she wants to date even more. But uh, and and on the other hand, there's nothing. If a woman's been raped before, many many women have been raped. You know, yeah. I mean, almost every woman you talk to. Will tell you that she's had an experience. It was at least borderline. Uh, so I always have empathy there, you know. Regardless of anything, I, I always think that women are just like men, and and, and you can joke about things. But she, uh, this is a quote. She admitted that she made up the allegation of sexual assault against the football players because it was the first thing that came to mind, and she didn't want to lose another male student as a friend and potential boyfriend. So she stated that she believed when. She stated that she believed when the other male student heard the allegation it would make him angry and sympathetic to her, according to the affidavit. Now, let's try and get inside the mind of a woman here for a second. Now, she, she admitted that she made up this allegation because it was the first thing that came to mind and she didn't want to lose another guy's boyfriend, potential boyfriend. Not too difficult from that quote. I can interpret this. I'm an interpreter of motives as well as an interpreter of meaning. As she admitted she made it up Cause it was the first thing that came to mind. And I think it's because rape is the first thing to come to mind these days. It's on the tip of everybody's tongue. Do you say rape more now than you did five years ago?
0: I hear it said a lot now.
1: Yeah. It's said a lot. It's, it's like, it's like the word Nazi, the word Nazi and the word fascist. You can't get away from these words. Rape is something you hear about every single day. Almost every moment of every day, there's some kind of rape conversation going on. So I think that's probably why it came to mind. Her name is, is Nikki Yovino. Here's the difference between this and any other false reporting. Because, you know, I don't know if you remember Mattress Girl up at Columbia.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: Now, she had falsely reported something that happened a while back. There was no evidence, but, uh, you know, she never admitted anything. So she was never arrested, and I think they usually don't arrest them, even when they find out it's not true. Do you know why that is?
0: Because there's not enough evidence to prove it.
1: Probably, and also because they don't want to scare women away from from reporting rapes, I think.
0: Exactly. They don't want to scare away people from reporting.
1: So they arrested this girl, though. That's how egregious this was. She was charged with second-degree falsely reporting an incident and tampering with or fabricating physical evidence. Now, that information is not given in the story, and I wonder what it was. I wonder if she had some... uh, Maybe she cleaned jizz off her face with some panties and then said, these are the panties I had on. And, (laughs) I mean, I'm just trying to think of DNA evidence, you know, that she would have done. Because I don't know what could... I mean...
0: It's possible she paid somebody to uh, to jizz on her panties to make it look like that.
1: (laughs) Oh, but, you see, uh, she wouldn't have had to pay anybody because this is in connection to an incident at a Sacred Heart Heart University football party in October. You see, Uh, these two football players actually did have sex with her. And... um, Investigators said that she claimed the two men pulled her inside to a, a, a bathroom in the basement of a house party. Uh, they were having a uh, over on Lakeside Drive in, in Bridgeport, and then and this was in Connecticut, but she lives in Long Island. It took turns sexually assaulting her down in the basement of the house. I don't want to be in here. I don't want to do anything. This is what she uh, police says she claimed she told the men, "My friends are waiting for me outside. Let me go outside." <laughs> This doesn't really sound like the desperate pleas of a woman getting raped. Uh, people are not good liars sometimes. I mean, this just sounds silly almost. Uh, both men admitted having sex with Yovino, but claimed it was consensual. And Bridgeport Police Detective uh, Walberto Cato Jr. later questioned Yovino. So we have Detective Walberto Cato Jr. questioning Yovino and other students that said it appeared Yovino went into the bathroom willingly with the two men. She went in there. To have sex. She was even overheard saying, I want to have sex with these two guys. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm checking for that quote, but I think that's true. Okay kind of an let's see. Okay, maybe not. It says, uh, the details of what happened here will come out at the appropriate time during, okay, during the court process. So that will happen. She's entered a, a non-guilty plea. Uh, one student, according to the arrest warrant, said he overheard Yovino telling the men she wanted to have sex with him. That's what and it did happen. She, it was overheard. A guy said, I overheard her. <laughs> That's great evidence. I bet those guys are happy for that guy's sharp ears. Here's the picture of the, of, of the young woman. She is attractive. Chubby face. She's got uh, black hair. Or chestnut hair, I would say. That's like that beautiful chestnut hair that cascades down on her shoulders. She looks very serious, but I don't think that's her um, mugshot.
0: No, that uh, must be some other fo- photo. Maybe that a, must be some portrait photo like she a, has somewhere.
1: Right, or like a school picture, maybe.
0: Yeah, she, she might have been trying to secretly use them all this time to try to fabricate a lie.
1: Mm-hmm. Use uh, the, the photo?
0: No, you... Use oh, those a, two guys. Yeah, the two guys. Like she figured, she's got to fabricate a lie. How she's gonna do that? She's gonna willingly let her, let two guys have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Then use the whatever jizz or whatever she has in her panties or whatever. Oh, right. As right. evidence.
1: Yeah. Oh, as oh, fast you, fake evidence. In or- <laughs> You mean just in order to uh, to date the guy, the, the the other guy? She's trying to get interested. That guy.
0: Yeah, so she's huh. trying to fake to fabricate all the evidence.
1: What low self-esteem she must have if that's what she's doing. She would. She must be because she's a lovely girl, but she must think, well, wow, he would never be interested in little old me unless I'd just been raped by a couple of football players. Then maybe. So that's a that's a theory. We'll put that on the maybe pile.
0: Yeah, maybe she's trying to make make the fe- make him feel bad for her.
1: Exactly, that's what it was. He wanted her to feel sympathetic and angry at the players. I think. I think that uh, she just had wanted to have sex with those guys, and so she did. And then when word was getting around, she was like, oh, man, that guy that you know, I want to date, he's never going to want to date me now if I got double teamed in the bathroom, willingly.
0: So she figures she could uh, say, she could make this up, and that'll prevent him from being up- upset that she...
1: Yeah, disgusted with her being such a whore.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Yeah, it all goes down to slut shaming. You know, she's, she's still got that shame. But she doesn't need to feel ashamed of that. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to if you want to go and have a couple guys just you know, run a train on you in a, in a public bathroom, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Yep. What well, that's okay. That is perfectly acceptable behavior, especially in college. She didn't do anything wrong at that point. You know, it's it's a shame that those guys they felt probably really good about that happening they're probably like this is fun wasn't that fun just so we just we fucked that girl in the bathroom she wanted to it was great man we really enjoyed that and then they and have then to the, deal with this rape allegation
0: yeah and then the next day they get word of this and all of a sudden now they're like a really upset at this girl
1: exactly yeah it completely changes their feelings about her uh they both admitted having sex with her uh, however, um, you know, they, it didn't go too well because they ended up being, uh, they, they first of all, they weren't football players no more. That was the end of that. They, uh, they, they saw their scholarships revoked uh, after, uh, you know, really, and that's after the rape accusation been cleared. They, they still, their, their scholarships were no longer around. They were suspended from the team and uh, th- their lives upended, upended. And, you know, a lot of people will still think that they're rapists because if you say Duke Lacrosse still raises an eyebrow, although they were completely not guilty of uh, of rape of that particular person, which I can't. Who knows if these two, maybe these two guys, maybe they're a rape team and, and they've raped every woman down in Bridgeport. But, uh, you know, there's no evidence of that. So I have to say. They kind of got the they kind of got the shit into that stick. She's out on five grand uh, bail, and she faces up to. How, what do you think her, her her maximum sentence is on this?
0: I think it should be at least a year, maybe two years the most for uh, perjury.
1: Well, she faces uh, she faces five years. Could be five years. But she could do five years on this. That's. That's you know. That's a she won't, of course. That's just the maximum. That's just if she's uh, she wants to go in and be a dick about it.
0: Uh, but if she's uh, forged that, oh boy, she'll be really uh, shanked in a in a women's prison for forging a rape. Uh, they'll they'll show her what rape is.
1: They will show her
0: what rape is, won't they? I I, I hear I hear women prisoners are, can be even more violent. Do tell. At least that's what I heard. Uh, I've I've heard people say some accounts about her uh, being in prison.
1: Well, women can be very vindictive. That is a fact, and I, and I would say that you know when you're dealing with a criminal element, particularly a confined one, and you know, hey, it's all bets are off. There's no telling what they'll do.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Well, um, five years in prison if convicted on the tampering charge. That's a felony. So the tampering, the evidence tampering, I guess, is the felony. The false reporting, I I don't really know if what the but, but five years max is what, what she faces on that charge. Now, here's another story that also involves a rap, a teenage girl suing her uncle who is well to do. This is a, a situation where you have a lawsuit instead of a, not just a criminal charge. This is a teenage girl suing her uncle who's got money, uh, claiming that he repeatedly raped her uh, over three years. So, this is one of those rape relationships. Or real rape real real raping ship. I can I can't quite think of if if anybody out there can come up for a good word for a rape relationship that goes on for years and years, uh please do send that. Pat Dixon NYC at Gmail. I would love to uh to be able to plug that in. Forty four year old Stephen uh Mazaniski. Now do you know this guy? You know you know forty four year old Stephen uh, Mazinski.:
0: Nope, I don't know this guy, but mm-hmm. he sounds Russian.
1: He sounds Russian, but he's charged with sexual assault, entered a not guilty plea, maintains his innocence. And that's where the criminal case is. So he was arrested on a criminal charge back in like August. Uh, and now and now a civil suit. Uh, court documents claim Uncle Stephen first sexually assaulted the alleged victim when she was 15 years old which is not a totally abnormal time for females to start having sex. This I know. Not too uncommon for them to start start having sex with their uncles. with Well, with a non-relative, preferably. You know, I mean, like, uh, if if you're a relative, you need to have sex with somebody at a young age, I think. I mean, that's the way you're going to get away with it. And, 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 you know, a younger person doesn't quite have the same stigma attached to having sex with a relative, you know what I mean? So you have to get them when they're innocent, and I think 15 is a little too old to be fucking your uncle. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, the abuse allegedly began when she went on vacation with a mezinitsky to Punta Gorda, Florida. Do you speak Spanish, Bobo?
0: No, I don't speak Spanish, but I... But I figured that's a town in Florida mm-hmm. It seems every town So many of these towns have Spanish sounding names
1: Punta Gorda means big tip uh, So the uh, JG is the name of the victim in the uh, the alleged victim in the court papers So That's where it began Now on vacation with him uh, Do you ever go on vacation? Yes you do a I have traveling. Yes what, what, I
0: have I've gone to a few places Where did
1: you most recently go?
0: The, the most recent place I went to outside of the tri-state area, mm. I think, was Philly in, a, I think, very late S- September, maybe the beginning of October.
1: Okay. Uh, Philly. It, it,
0: was a, it was a weekend thing I did.
1: And you went to see a show?
0: Uh, it, was at, it was at the end of the season. The Mets were one win. They had to win this game to get into the playoffs. And they won. And it was a away game in Philly. I went to that game. And they clinched. Yep, they clinched that playoff spot
1: and then they wound up winning the world series so yeah, i mean for, unfortunately they step.
0: they made it to the wild card game and mm. they lost that uh, wild card game
1: that's too bad I, I i was thinking of uh, a different team so uh how about uh, before that did you go uh, out of town any further
0: uh i've been i've been to a few places i think uh i've been i've been to uh I've been to Wisconsin, I've been to Chicago, been to Indiana, Florida.
1: Yeah, Florida. Where would you go in Florida?
0: I have relatives all over Florida.
1: No kidding. I think you've told me this before, and that's really cool. Uh, you get to go down there and just kind of, like, uh, live it up.
0: Well, so, sort of. I got I got relatives in different parts, mm-hmm. so, so it's like if I'm going someplace, I'll just, instead of going to a hotel, I'll stay at maybe a relative's nearby. Like, let's say you wanted to go... Let's say I went to Disney World, maybe I'd probably stay at my uncle's in Orlando.
1: Yeah, stay at your uncle's and you wouldn't have to sleep with him.
0: Yeah, exactly. You'd sleep in a different room. There's a, there's a number of rooms at my uncle's house. Yeah, for
1: God's sake, you know, I mean, it's not supposed to be this hard with relatives. And uh, he used a, a rope to restrain her in order to perform oral sex on her without consent at his business. Now, this place is called Driftwood Farms. I don't know if you're familiar with Driftwood, driftwood Farms. Uh, it, it, they they make a uh, they make something called uh, it, it, it's a product like a, I'm trying to remember what the, what it's called but it it's a kind of a, a you know it grows in the land and they use this like uh, shit this plant you know and, and and it's I don't think it's edible uh, but it's used for for making different things rope and shit like that it's not uh, and it's not cannabis can't remember what this shit is called. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. No big deal. But Driftwood Farms. Now he's got a lot of money. The guy's rich. The guy's loaded. Guy's just making bank. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, it's nice to have that kind of money. I bet. But now he's uh, I guess he's gonna have to gonna have to part with a lot of it because when you have sex with an underage girl, particularly a relative, you owe her that money now. You have to pay her
0: exactly sounds like a girl that was look that's was doing a whole setup purposely setting up for a big lawsuit the big payday
1: mm do you think so you uh, think that she that she used her feminine wiles
0: yeah exactly She she, she like knew if, if she's russian i I've, I've heard stories about how Russian women can be good at good scam artists and good users not, not really be fully trusted. Not that all of them can't be trusted. I know some Russians that are good people, but mm-hmm. there are a lot that can't be trusted.
1: Yeah. I have heard similar stories. Uh, and, and most notably, um, it was, uh, the, the love gov Spitzer, governor Spitzer was accused by his Russian, uh, lover of, uh, abusing her. And, uh, you know, she was uh, extorting him all the while, according to him. He paid her, like, tens of thousands of dollars. And, you uh, know, uh, she was a hooker, so he paid her anyway. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to uh, these legal charges then, uh, then, you know, that's, that's well, once again, this, this Russian. Uh, she could not be trusted, bottom line. So I, I don't know if that's J.G.'s deal or not. I
0: think it even affected me in uh, high school. I could, I may have potentially... Uh maybe may have lost my virginity in high school for all I knew. But what happened was is that before this little thing happened, I I remember hearing something from my uncle talking about a friend of his that, uh, that, that, that got, was a victim of a, of a Russian that was trying to use him and got scammed by a, by a Russian woman. So I figured that friend of my uncle's, what happened to him was, there was this girl that I remember in high school that, uh, that seemed to they seemed to get the vibe that she liked me but i never uh, never really tried to made a move or clear that i was uh, i was interested in her cuz mm. I, I was thinking she might use me
1: and she was russian
0: yeah she was russian very very beautiful woman by the way oh sure
1: yeah that's the thing i
0: i, rem- I still remember her name her name was aksana
1: Ex- yeah that's a russian name uh aksana and she was uh, sort of interested uh, this is, like, maybe, like, junior year, senior year?
0: I think it was uh, junior year, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. And now you say you, you overheard your uncle, or did he tell you the story?
0: No, I heard him complaining to, complaining about something that a friend—he he was up. Uh, he was upset when he heard the news that a friend of his got used.
1: Mm-hmm. Not reported, uh, for you know wrongdoing, but used for money and 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 just generally made into a jackass by a, a young Russian woman.
0: Yeah, and then uh, and then he was like, he was like saying, I think it was saying, saying to someone else say he was like saying, yes, these Russian women are known to be good users.
1: Mm. And so you filed that away, and then at the appropriate time you used it. You might have saved your own life there.
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, so I think fa- I. After that, I realized handle Russian women with caution.
1: Yeah, and and, and I hope that's a policy that you continue. Uh, I, it's something that I certainly have tried to do. I think there was only one Russian woman that I became uh, sort of involved with for a little while, and uh, you know, you, you couldn't. You she certainly wouldn't always do what I wanted her to do. That's for sure. I would tell her, uh, "Hey, listen, uh, you know, she was over at my place." I like to stay up late sometimes. I have stuff to work on. I had a project. I had some. I had to make a phone call, do a phoner in the morning. I had to write a movie review or some shit like that, you know. I said, "Listen, uh, I got to do an appearance in the morning, so don't don't start all this like you know trying to get me to go to bed." Because you know, women always want you to go to bed. I don't know if you're familiar, but they, they 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 really do. If they're around in your bed and you're up, they want you in bed. Yep, that's true. Like 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 they're your mom and dad. And I said, "Don't do that tonight." Ten minutes later. Come to bed. Come to bed. Oh my God, I already had sex with her. I should have put her in a fucking Uber. and Forget about the whole thing. But she had a, a... Let me tell you, that chick had a skeleton that was like a... It was made of iron. It was like she had an iron skeleton, you know? She was built like a steel... uh person. <laughs> For lack of a better word. I mean, I don't know if you ever felt a woman whose bones... And, and, and her body, uh, where, the, where the, it feels hard and robotic and perfectly symmetrical, uh, but that's the way she was. But her hair was thin. and that's a real turn off for me, thin air. and a woman can't stand it. It's a It's kind of a deal breaker, real, real thin air. Kind of a deal breaker.
0: Yep, I know what you mean. I would have been turned off by the robotic personality. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, she did have kind of a robotic personality. Uh, but she was uh, very human uh, where it counted. Yep. And uh, I think that, that that's sort of like uh, what brought me back. Well, I... uh I don't quite understand uh, what is going to happen with this case. The alleged abuse lasted from 2012 to 2014. This is the guy who uh, who owns Driftwood Farms, uh, and uh, you know he went he went down on this chick for two years. That's a long time to eat some pussy, even good feed a fifteen year old pussy. Uh, but uh, according to um, the lawyer here, the girl's lawyer, she says this guy is just a sick human being. And now they they. There was a sentence after that in the story, and I'm not quite sure why it's included. It says, after Hurricane Sandy, uh, Mesnitsky's uh, excavation company was hired to rebuild the sand dunes guarding high-end homes by the ocean. <laughs> and that's, that's just in there. So I don't know why, but that's, that's something that they wanted us to know about this guy. That he was hired to rebuild the sand dunes guarding high-end homes by the ocean. Uh, it's almost like code or poetry or something.
0: What is that? Are the people who did, who put that in the article, want to make people who, uh, maybe hired him for, uh, for that feel regretted?
1: Yeah, like we shouldn't have hired him to move that sand around. We feel like dicks. This guy was fucking his niece. Do you have any nieces?
0: Nope, I don't have any nieces.
1: I have one niece, and, uh, she's older than you, I believe. How old are you, Bobo?
0: I'm turning 35 at the end of April. Oh,
1: yeah, she's far older than you. She's older than my wife, I believe. I, it's a strange situation, isn't it? Strange situation.
0: Y- yeah, it is. You got, I guess you got a sibling older than you.
1: I do. I have two. Uh, I have three, actually, that are older than me. And the two that are the most older are like, really older. They're like, uh, you know, I guess, let me see. They're in their 60s now, I guess. So I'm looking at that going, well, I got that to look forward to uh you know I, do you, you have brothers and sisters
0: yes i do i got two i got two brothers we only share the same father. it was uh-huh. from my dad's previous marriage when back back when my dad was still alive it was from my, my dad had a previous marriage before my mother uh-huh and i have a a younger sister we share the same mother i think the, I was about thirteen when she was born
1: so and and just the same mother.
0: Yeah, the same mother. Okay,
1: so you have um, a half sister, as they say, and two half brothers. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, and so, in a way, you have a lot of siblings, and in a way, you're a, you're an only child.
0: Yeah, in a way, in a way, I am, in a way, I'm not.
1: It makes you very um, enigmatic, I think, doesn't it? In part.
0: No, I don't know. I've never looked at myself as an only child, right? Because my sis, my younger sister, she freaking we freaking lived in the same house. Yeah. Yeah. We have the same I, freaking mother so I feel of course like we I might together. have did, did,
1: I, did I meet your sister at one time? I feel like I might have met her Does she come around sometimes?
0: I don't know if she was ever around at the same At the same par, at the party At the same, same party you were at Exactly,
1: that's where I met you at first It was a party at a dance yeah, yeah, it was she, like Fourth of July or something.
0: Yeah, not. I don't think she was there. Maybe you met one of my. Maybe you met one of my cousins.
1: Maybe I did. Maybe Ma- it was. Maybe you
0: met. Maybe you met my my cousin Mikey. You met mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. but I don't think you ever met my sister.
1: I, I probably got. Hit, yeah, I probably got confused there. Uh, well, I- at any rate, you know, having no nieces, there's nothing wrong. I got three nephews and I've got one niece, and uh, you know, I've got three brothers and one sister. And and I got three nephews and one niece. I think that's kind of a it's kind of an interesting thing. I never noticed that before. It's the same proportion, but the three guys and one girl. Uh who gives a shit, really? This is my family. <laughs> I don't know how I got off talking about this.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing I think can I can say I close enough to having nieces and nephews is five second cousins I have.
1: You have five second cousins. The, yeah, that's a very all, brief ty- kind of cousin to have. They're, Only they're, five seconds.
0: Five second cousins they are all off offspring of the same cousin.
1: Oh, okay. How does that work? They're all offspring of the same cousin. Now, I've always wondered, what's the difference in like a second cousin and then the once removed? Do you know how that shit
0: works? I don't even know the once removed thing. I just, I just remember when one of my cousins, when she was pregnant, I wanted to know what, her, what that would refer to her title of her offspring to, to me, and I was told, though, that this was when her first kid was born, uh-huh. said that's, I, I was told by my mother that Lila is your second cousin.
1: Second cousin. That,
0: that's, the, for, that's the oldest of her, of her five kids is Lila.
1: So I guess that's when you're not born in the same generation. Like it's uh, like, say okay. Like I had, I had a cousin. He was my second cousin, and he was uh, a product of uh, my dad's brother. Uh, he was he was my dad's brother's grandson, so that made him a second cousin because he was my dad's brother's my uncle's grandson. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So that's what uh, I, I, cousins, you know, uh, can be. Uh, you can have sex with your cousins. You know what I mean? That's okay.
0: I guess it's four generations removed, I guess.
1: Well, oh this is currently the, no. those the, those cousins you're talking about?
0: No, no, I guess that's if you're I guess they I guess that's the 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 how the rule goes with that one. It's like four generations removed, I think.
1: Oh, you've you've researched this?
0: No, I I haven't researched <laughs> that. That's what I've heard some people have said.
1: Well, I think that you actually can marry your second cousin because um Einstein did that. Einstein married his second cousin, Albert I, Einstein.
0: I guess in the certain parts of the con- – certain countries you could do that, I guess.
1: Maybe it's also not – yeah, exactly. Because in the South, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. That was in – that was at a different time. Though. That was in the 50s, and I think that kind of thing was just not – you know, people weren't really policing the South at the time. It's kind of like
0: – And I guess it, I found out there was like these weird deep bloodlines. I guess I don't know how they are, like your cousin, cousin. – your cousin's a nephew's cousin, or I—I I don't know how to, how that bloodline is described. By like, like for example, you know, if you notice George W. Bush, mm-hmm. if you look into his bloodline, he's related to you, Hefner.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, if you look somewhere in his bloodline, if you look in, if you look into my bloodline, I found out I'm sort of related to uh, Marv Albert. No kidding, Marv Albert.
1: Now. Jesus Christ, that's a huge, that's huge. Now, how are you related to him? Do you know?
0: I don't remember how exactly it is, but I, I found out it's like some weird thing.
1: Marv yeah. Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Mm-hmm. Right? Like a...
0: No, I think I'm talking about Marv Albert, the uh, the announcer. Oh, all
1: oh, right. The, He's like, yes, the, the, that guy.
0: Y- yep, that guy. Yeah, I
1: love that guy. He. Do you remember when he went to, uh, he got in some trouble for biting women in the back?
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about that on the news when it happened. Yeah.
1: And he was kind of like, his name was Mud for about 10 seconds, and he was fine. He was back on Letterman in no time. He was Letterman's guy. You know something about that? I always thought, like, why the fuck would you want to bite a woman's back? But you know what I like to do now? <laughs> I like to bite a woman's back. So, hey.
0: I guess if you're into that and uh, your wife's into that, more power to you.
1: Yes. Now, uh, uh, here's an interesting case, because you can almost guarantee... Exactly what's going to be wrong with this guy once I tell you what he did. This gentleman uh, is—he's a, a Manhattan man, and uh, he fatally plunged a kitchen knife into his into his mother. Now he stabbed his mother with a kitchen knife. Uh, you and I both know, from through cases that we've seen. I'm sure you keep your eye on the news. I—I I, I, I know you read the New York Post religiously.
0: Yep, I do. I get, I have the thing sent. Sent on my tablet.
1: Yeah, I, I I had that app for a while too. It's very helpful. Um, what do you think? What's wrong with him?
0: Kitchen knife. I don't think it could do much damage with the kitchen knife, depending what knife he used.
1: But well, she's dead. He killed her.
0: He must have used a steak knife.
1: <laughs> I think he used a butcher knife. I say a kitchen knife. I would imagine a but it could be could be a steak knife. Well, but, but well it was, something
0: you find a knife you find in the kitchen. It's that's,
1: sharp yeah
0: then it's a steak knife
1: so here's my question what do you think is his damage like like i'll i'll t- i'll give you a hint there's something wrong with him
0: he probably has schizophrenia
1: exactly right a schizophrenic man that's what whenever they're schizophrenic they kill their mothers anybody who kills their mother is just about going to be a schizophrenic
0: Exactly. I know somebody who writes articles about that, a friend of mine, and I've read some of her stuff about that because mm-hmm. I want to know a little bit about more of these articles that my friend writes mm-hmm. on, on the website. So there was a, I heard there was stuff like that mentioned about schizophrenia, that a lot of murderers suffer from that.
1: Yeah. A lot of uh, people who, uh, particularly uh, who kill their mother, because I can think of several. But right, there was a guy up on Long Island who uh, drowned his mother last year. You remember that guy? He drowned her in the pool.
0: Yep, I remember hearing about that. He
1: was like Douglas MacArthur's like uh, great-grandson or some or grandson. He, he had a very prestigious uh, military father, uh, grandfather. Uh, prior to that, a guy killed his mother up in Long Island uh, on, uh, it was in October, and it was a couple years ago, but it was around Halloween, I remember, because he cut her head off and then uh, rolled it out into the, he kicked it across the street and uh, dumped her body out there on the front uh Yard. People thought it was a decoration, and then he jumped in front of a train.
0: <laughs> so, I guess if you're going to kill nice somebody, guess if you're going to pull off a murder, pull it off on Halloween. They'll yeah. think it's a prop.
1: Yeah, I mean, As, uh,
0: especially if you happen to, if they if they know you're someone who works in the, the prop business. Exactly.
1: You know, had they known, his yeah, it's a bit macabre, but uh, that's i guess that's what he's going for you don't want to make a macabre display out of your beheaded mother uh why not you know um he's a schizophrenic another one uh uh who there was another one very recently that i read about well it might be this guy right here because he's schizophrenic his name is jonathan uh let me see jonathan schwartz 46 years old, committed to an upstate psychiatric hospital in 2014 after a jury found him not guilty by reason of insanity for the 2011 murder of Barbara Whedon Schwartz Fischler. That's her name. She has four of them.
0: Now... Yeah, she must have been around in the block and a few... Must have, must have, clean, must have cleaned up after a few divorces. Must, must have. have cleaned up a few guys.
1: Well, you know what? You may be right because she had a tidy some money. Uh, wealthy, in fact, philanthropist. This mother, and uh, you know, she uh, as she slept there, he stabbed her while she was asleep. Now, he, this guy is going to inherit three point two million dollars. This guy who killed her. Oof. He's going to inherit three point two million dollars of his of his of his mother's dollars.
0: Not the way. Not the way to. To kill somebody to get an inheritance. You, you think maybe he could have maybe took a took mom on a cruise. <laughs> took mom on a cruise. Right? You, you've heard the whole thing about cruises. Yeah.
1: You should. Oops. Yes, I,
0: yes, I, my mom fell. My mom fell overboard. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom! You're million. You're millionaire.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to. You don't have all that blood on your hands, and all, you do have to trial and all that oh. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was he di- he was divorced from his wife. Uh, the the madman's father. Now this is a Steven Schwartz. Uh, he was divorced from his wife. He su- he sued his son in two thousand fifteen here because he he wanted to block him from getting his share of the mother's six point four million dollar estate. He doesn't want this to happen for understandable reasons. He's like, you know what? I it didn't work out between her and I. But uh, I think that this guy who killed her does not deserve the money, even though he was not guilty by reason of insanity. Well, you would go, how does this work out? I mean, uh, who decides this thing? Well, the judge, of course. So the ex-couple's only other kid is a guy named Kenneth, and he killed himself six months after learning that his stepdad had squandered millions of the family fortune on risky stock market short sales. So this guy who's trying to block it, well, fuck it. He blew a bunch of the money already and then Kenneth killed himself. The only guy left, you know, is uh, is this guy here, Jonathan Schwartz. How interesting, huh? He gets the money because Barbara died uh, without a will. Now, when you get that kind of money, that's irresponsible to be living without a will. You know, I mean, like, uh, my dad was always really big on that kind of shit. Like, make sure that, you know, you, the bank isn't going to get, he was always afraid the bank is going to get his shit. He doesn't want the bank to get anything. That's understandable.
0: Exactly. You become a billionaire. First thing you should do is write a will and make sure you update that thing properly.
1: Yes. Update it properly. Write those people out of it. Uh, Once they kill you, you know what I mean? You're out of the will. That should be a stipulation. Anybody kills me, you don't get the money. And I don't care if I'm crazy, schizophrenic, whatever. Take your medication, you know, make it look like an accident. Like, Like Bobo said, that's what it should say. A prenuptial agreement bars uh, the second husband, uh, as Burton Fischler from any interest in uh, his late wife's fortune, so that's out. Kenneth share passes on to his biological dad, Stephen, who was the sole heir, in the dead son's will. So the dead son had a will and he left his shit to his dad. So in reviewing Stephen's suit, a Manhattan Supreme Court Judge Jeffrey Wright noted the obvious. He said the suit uh, was commenced to declare uh, Jonathan Schwartz ineligible to inherit from his mother by virtue of her murder at his hands, he writes in the ruling. But he arrived, and what Stephen's attorney said was a wrong conclusion. A right found that because Jonathan didn't understand the nature, consequences of his conduct. And such conduct was wrong. He should be able to, to collect his inheritance. That's what he said. So he also awarded Jonathan's lawyer $14,000 in fees. Bang that gavel. Pay that lunatic. That's the way it worked out in court. Look at this guy's face. He looks like... <laughs> what's that? If, if you were to say, here's a picture of the crazy guy... This is basically the crazy central guy. casting. Exactly. This exactly.
0: Is this is like the this is like someone if uh, someone's looking for a Law, law and Order casting, mm-hmm. they're looking at the actor's photos. Get me this guy.
1: <laughs> law and Order. To me, it, it, he's so comically insane that I, I, I'm thinking more like along the lines of a zany uh, comedy of some sort. You know, he's 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 uh, he's, he's crazy looking to the point of being a, a caricature of crazy, uh, schizo slayer can now inherit according to the judge. So, hey, you know, sometimes you kill your mother and it works out. I hope he's on his meds now. You know who the other schizophrenic guy was I was thinking of? He was up in Canada. He didn't kill his mother, he killed the guy he was on the bus with. He cut off his head, the guy that was sleeping next to him, and then he cut off some of his fingers and ate them. I think he, he, he tried to eat his eyeballs. He, uh, he, he murdered this guy with a lot of uh, verve, and, uh, and that was on a bus, a Greyhound bus. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about that. I remember saying that, that this guy uh, probably killed him, said, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm hungry. That's <laughs> me just trying to imitate a Canadian accent. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. Well, he was actually a Chinese immigrant, which is another reason why we're going to watch these immigrants. Usually oh. the Chinese are okay. I mean, they like to eat dogs, but not people.
0: Mm, then that, that's a whole other thing. I, I actually had I I actually have a potential girl girlfriend in uh, Alabama, and I was trying to explain. She's a half Asian, half Korean, and I've noticed knowing her how different that Asians in the in the south, in the south of the south United States, mm-hmm. they're different from a little bit different from New York Asians. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. I guess they're different from from New York Asians.
1: How so? Can you? How I mean? How well, so? Well,
0: I guess New York Asians seem a bit. Th- th- there are some that seem a bit weird. Like I know, it's like I see these people with these surgical masks on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're afraid of the air.
0: Yeah, I don't know what they are, and I see it especially with tourists. Mm-hmm. They wear surgical masks. These Asian tourists. I, I once uh, work, worked at. I worked at at an airport briefly for it was a t- it was for like some event or something. They were hiring city city greeters, city guides at the airports to help people find uh find where the taxi is, where direct direct people that were coming through the airport. Uh huh. And, and, and by the way,
1: a perfect job for you out there meeting people like that.
0: And I saw some. Uh, this was in Kent. The airport. I saw some. Uh, some some uh, some uh, Asian tourists had the gas had these surgical masks on. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said, "Him, what's with these? A- are, they, are these? A- are these Asian tourists so afraid of our germs that they wear a surgical mask?" That's the theory. I
1: that they're made- afraid of our germs. Yeah, I mean, what, well, there's no other conclusion to come to.
0: Yeah, that's the conclusion I came. Unless
1: to. Unless they are like maybe they have SARS and they don't want you to get their SARS. But well, I, 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 think, I think this was it.
0: like a this was like years after the big SARS thing. I remember oh, that. Yeah. I remember the SARS thing happened around two thousand three, two thousand four. Why
1: am I still talking about SARS?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, That's old news, right? That was only one year too. Yeah, this was in a uh, 2013 I was seeing this at, at the airport. 2013. With the with, with the with the surgical masks.
1: And so tell me about your girlfriend. She was in Alabama. And yeah. they're not, and 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 the the uh you say the Asian people down there a little bit more uh, you know, uh brave about the air.
0: Yeah, exactly. that's my assumption. Actually, she kind of has a an interesting voice it's kind of like half southern accent half asian kind of mm,
1: that sounds pretty uh seductive you know like yeah, that, that yeah. could be a very seductive thing the because the southern accent it, it can sound really uh really vulgar and shitty and and ignorant or it can sound you know really uh, melodious and sweet
0: well I, it, b- believe me it is i could tell you that about her voice it does uh, have that af- it does have that attractiveness fit that's nice. The effect on me. Hey, when,
1: did, did did we meet her one? Did I meet her on Anthony's show one day? She called in once. Yes, exactly. She called and spoke to. Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, that she seemed really nice. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. That she is. Mm-hmm. She's a great person. And when she's in town, I'm gonna. You'll you'll probably meet her because. She definitely wants to visit the studio when she's in town.
1: That sounds great. She's, you know, a, she's a fan of the show. Maybe we could all go and, um, you know, uh, uh, Mandy and I, uh, the wife, will, will. I'll haul her out. You know, she never likes to go out and do anything, but she'd come out for that. We go and, uh, you know, get, get a plate of spaghetti down in the village or something and have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this place down there, Spaghetto. Uh, a place, it's kind of a go-to place for me. I really like it. Like the. To me, if it's, if they've got a veal parmesan, it's less than $25 and delicious. That's You know, I found my place. I like red sauce. You know what I don't like? I don't like the Canadian government. They let that guy go after nine years. He is free and clear. Mr. Paranoid, schizophrenic, decapitator of a stranger.
0: Are, are they that apologetic, the Canadian government? Oh, so... <laughs> sorry, sorry we arrested you uh, Here you go, go free
1: Exactly, yeah, we, we didn't mean anything by it uh, uh, Don't sue us here, take
0: some cash uh, Sorry, go free, here's some hockey tickets Some complimentary health care <laughs> uh, Actually, I have to thank the Canadians for, for, give, for giving us hockey Probably the greatest import from Canada And one of my favorite Canadian imports is hockey
1: Yeah? Well, you know, what about syrup? What about maple syrup? Do they have something to do with that? I or think, is that more of a, a Vermont thing?
0: I forget. I think I think they do have a maple syrup Canadian. But growing up, I always knew Vermont as like a big maple syrup thing because I remember yeah. going to Vermont. Uh, my my sister's father once owned an inn for two years and he's i guess he sold it after the business didn't do that well is he bob newhart no but he he owned he owned an inn he owned an inn it was i it wasn't that large of an inn but he owned it for two years Mm -hmm. and i remember going there we sometimes would bring back the maple syrup from there so i always knew this was like when i was 12 or something with my sister's uh sister's father. And do you remember that? Did, did the maple syrup, did it seem to be a higher quality than, than your
1: typical maple syrup?
0: Yeah, it seemed to be good stuff. And mm. even the cheese was that, that, was some good stuff, that cheese. Yeah,
1: Vermont, like Vermont cheddar or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I went to Vermont not that long ago and I brought back some of that cheese. I think it was like some, it was like this maple s- s- syrup or something cheese. Maple syrup cheese.
1: That is good eating. That's not really true. I would never do that. I got my limits on what I'll eat, but you know who doesn't? Mandy Miller. She, I, let me tell you something she made the other day, okay? And she, she's in, she doesn't want me to tell this kind of thing, but I, I have no choice. First of all, I got a bottle of, uh, a jar of the best spaghetti sauce that I've ever had. I've had it only twice in my life. It comes from a guy named Alex Clark. He lives down in Virginia, sort of like in D.C. area, you know. I think, I think it's Virginia, though. D.C. area. Sends me a jar of this stuff. Best I've ever had. This was like half a year ago. And I was like, whenever you make more of this, please send me some again. Did it again. Finally. Just recently. Just when you forget about it. So, take it home. He sends it here to the studio. And, uh, and I make it. We eat it. There's about half of it left. I'm cooking some spaghetti the next day to eat the rest of that sauce. Guess who ate the fucking sauce? It was irresistible. The stuff is delicious. It's like a sausage and beef thing just upset, and I was like, I already got these noodles, so I went and bought some, like, ragu or some shit. The next day, she takes the rest of that ragu sauce, and she puts salmon and green beans in it, and, and eats, eats it. And eats it. Eats it. Now, what is that about? Who the fuck does that?
0: Who I, knows? I, Who knows, but I, I have to admit, that, that, that sauce you're talking about, that that guy makes... Sounds pretty good. I would love to get a jar of that myself <laughs> for, when, for when I, I, I cook a, yeah. I cook pasta sometimes at home.
1: Uh, sure. Who doesn't? It's the staple of a man, you know, is a pasta. Exactly. You know.
0: And if you have any, uh, uh, if there's any Italian in your uh, et, ethnicity, I'm, I'm a mutt. Mm-hmm. There's some Italian in my bloodline.
1: My blood runs r- tomato red. That's my favorite food. This is my favorite sauce of all time. It's so fucking good, and then she just ate the rest of the shit. And then uh,
0: like, exactly, i I'm I'm guilty of doing that myself. I've uh, I once ate my uh, sister's a bag of uh, sour smurfs. Oh my god, she must have been furious. She was, and disappointed. Uh, she was, she was disappointed. She uh, she yelled at me, my sister.
1: Those women will do that, and you just have to go. You know what? You just deny it. That's the best thing to do. I didn't eat your sour smurfs. I don't know who ate your sour smurfs. Stop yelling about your fucking sour smurfs. And then just just hold to that regardless.
0: I I said to her, I said, you shouldn't be leaving sour smurfs like that on the table like that. Leave them in the, the leave them in the fridge or something. You <laughs> left you left it out there on a the counter and I was hungry. What do you expect? Hide that
1: shit. You know? Yeah, I that you're right. That you handled it better. Well, we don't have time to talk about it today. Stories coming up, a retired cop who, uh, after a years-long feud with his neighbor, he shot the fucking guy. So uh, that's, that's coming up, and uh, that's, that's a guy in Greenpoint. And, uh, you know, we, we just might be reporting a little bit more on Mazetza's Pa, Mazetza Papa. I don't know if you know what is a, a papa is, but I can barely <laughs> so, say it. Mizetsa papa
0: sounds Polish.
1: It's it's I, Jewish.
0: I, I, there's a lot of Polish uh, by, by where I live in uh, Maspeth.
1: No, as is this is a, and it, it's a practice. It's an ancient practice that requires a moil. The person performing a circumcision to suck blood away from the incision of an infant's penis. The, we have these uh, ultra Jewish dick suckers who are, once again, another case of herpes, that's the problem. They spread this mouth herpes to a baby, and they get it on their dicks uh, at this time, and uh, it's it's not sexual herpes, but these kids, these babies, they don't have the strength to resist it and it can kill them so mazetsa, papa we'll talk about that on an upcoming episode
0: I got I gotta ask the person I buy my kibasi sausage from there's a there's a Polish deli that I buy kibasi sausage from I gotta ask him if he knows what that is
1: ask him if you can get uh, get, get, get two pounds of mazetsa, papa. Exactly, <laughs> Bobo. Uh, you know you're on a lot of shows here on Compound Media, and uh, you know you you're, you turn up here, you turn up there you're very often on on Eastside Dave's show. You're uh, today uh, on uh, Anthony Kumia's show quite a bit. And uh, Compound Media, how do people live without it? I don't understand it. Do you?
0: Exactly. I I couldn't I couldn't live without it. I I actually uh, I go nuts when I uh, if, if it happened a few days ago. I I thought like some uh, credit card had got lost. And the credit card, uh, what happened was when it was time to renew the card, it wasn't able to renew from the card automatically. So I got first get me that credit card. I got to renew my subscription now. <laughs> when I noticed it wasn't working when I'm about to watch something on the network.
1: Yeah, yeah. You get to watch it live. There's not a lot of live stuff. You know what exactly. I mean? We it. It's live and it's here and, and you know if you and don't catch it live, available- then it's
0: archived. Yeah, and, and you can watch it any time.
1: Yeah, it's 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 very much like the coolest Netflix or Hulu or something that you could possibly imagine because everybody on there is a fucking cool dude.
0: Yep, I, I have it on every device you can uh, did you could uh, have the the app on. I have the app on my phone, I have the app on both my tablets too.
1: It means the CIA is definitely watching you. From your Compound Media app, I don't think so. I think we can trust Compound Media. If nothing else, Compound Media is about freedom, and Compound Media is about the truth. That's what I always say when I start the show here on Monday nights from the Kumia Studio, uh, where where the truth is still true. And exactly. <laughs> that's something, because uh, you know, whatever. Uh, We're going on Facebook Live at 7 p.m. now, so check it out on the New York City Crime Report Facebook page. Check us out live at 7, first half hour. You get to see, check it out, see if you like it. And by all means, we want you to stick around for that last hour to watch on Compound Media. That's what we're trying to, I'm not going to lie to you, that's what we're trying to do, entice you with a lot of great humor to bring you in for that last hour. I think you just don't know how good it is. Uh, Bobo, Dan Carlin, one more time, thanks for being here. You're welcome. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over? Find out how to get extra content and bonus material from this and other shows. Go to patreon.com slash NYC. Check it out. Support New York City Crime Report. Go to patreon.com
0: slash NYC.